0: And now, as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today comes from the book of Luke, chapter 17, verses 11 through 37. Here's a brief overview of what we'll be reading about today. Because leprosy was contagious, people who had leprosy were required to try to stay away from other people and to announce their presence if they had to come near. Sometimes leprosy would go into remission. If a leper thought his leprosy had gone away, he was supposed to present himself to a priest who could declare him clean. Jesus sent the ten lepers to the priest before they were healed and they went. They responded in faith and Jesus healed them on the way. Hey, is your trust in God so strong that you act on what he says even before you see evidence that it's going to work? Jesus healed all ten lepers but only one returned to thank Him. It is possible to receive God's great gifts with an ungrateful spirit. Uh, Nine out of ten men did so. Only the thankful man, however, learned that his faith had played a role in his healing, and only grateful Christians grow in understanding. And as we continue reading here in Scripture today, we'll see the Pharisees ask when God's kingdom would come, not knowing that it had already arrived. The kingdom of God is not like an earthly kingdom with geographical boundaries. Instead, it begins with the work of God's Spirit in people's lives and in relationships. We must resist looking to institutions or programs for evidence of the progress of God's kingdom. Instead, we should look for what God is doing in people's hearts. Now, many will claim to be the Messiah, and Scripture here today warns us about this. Many will claim that the Son of Man has returned, And people will believe them. Jesus warns us never to take such reports seriously, no matter how convincing they may sound. When Jesus returns, it'll be obvious. His power and presence will be evident to everyone. No one will need to spread the message, because all will see for themselves. And now let's begin our reading today here in the New Testament. April 15th, the New Testament. Luke chapter 17 verses 11 through 37. As Jesus continued on toward Jerusalem, he reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. As he entered a village there, ten lepers stood at a distance, crying out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. He looked at them and said, Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus shouting, Praise God! He fell to the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Didn't I heal ten men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And Jesus said to the man, Stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. One day the Pharisees asked Jesus, when will the kingdom of God come? Jesus replied, The kingdom of God can't be detected by visible signs. You won't be able to say, Here it is, or It's over there, for the kingdom of God is already among you. Then he said to his disciples, The time is coming when you will long to see the day when the Son of Man returns, but you won't see it. People will tell you, Look, there is the Son of Man, or Here he is but don't go out and follow them. For as lightning flashes and lights up the sky from one end to the other, so it will be on the day when the Son of Man comes. But first the Son of Man must suffer terribly and be rejected by this generation. When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days the people enjoyed banquets and parties and weddings. Right up to the time Noah entered his boat and the flood came, and destroyed them all. And the world will be as it was in the days of Lot. People went about their daily business, eating and drinking, buying and selling, farming and building, until the morning Lot left Sodom. Then fire and burning sulfur rained down from heaven, and destroyed them all. Yes, it will be business as usual, right up to the day when the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, a person out on the deck of the roof must not go down into the house to pack. A person out on the field must not return home. Remember what happened to Lot's wife. If you cling to your life, you will lose it, and if you let your life go, you will save it. That night, two people will be asleep in one bed. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding flour together at the mill. One will be taken, the other left. Where will this happen, Lord? the disciples asked. Jesus replied, Just as the gathering of vultures shows there is a carcass nearby. So these signs indicate that the end is near. Psalm 84, verses 1 through 12. Here's a brief commentary on what we'll be reading today here in Psalms. The writer longed to get away from the bustling world to meet God inside his dwelling place, his holy temple. We can meet God anywhere at any time. But we know that going into a church building can help us step aside from the busy mainstream of life so we can quietly meditate and pray. We find joy and strength not only in the prayers, music, lessons, and sermons, but also in fellowship with other believers in a special place. Now the pilgrimage to the temple passed through the barren valley of weeping. No specific valley has been identified. The weeping may have been a symbolic reference to the times of struggles and tears to which people must pass on their way to meet God. Growing strong in God's presence is often preceded by a journey through barren places in our lives. The person who loves to spend time with God will see his or her adversity as an opportunity to experience God's faithfulness even more deeply. If you're walking through your own valley of weeping today, be sure your pilgrimage leads toward God not away from Him. God does not promise to give us everything we think is good, but He will not withhold what is permanently good. He'll give us the means to walk along His paths, but we must do the walking. When we obey Him, He will not hold anything back that will help us serve Him. Psalm 84, verses 1-12 through For the choir director, a psalm of the descendants of Korah, to be accompanied by a stringed instrument. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of heaven's armies! I long, yes, I faint with longing to enter the courts of the Lord. With my whole being, body and soul, I will shout joyfully to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home, and the swallow builds her nest and raises her young at a place near your altar, O Lord of heaven's armies! My King and my God, what joy for those who can live in your house, always singing your praises. Interlude What joy for those whose strength comes from the Lord, who have set their minds on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem. When they walk through the Valley of Weeping, it will become a place of refreshing springs. The autumn rains will clothe it with blessings. They will continue to grow stronger, and each of them will appear before God in Jerusalem. O Lord God of heaven's armies, hear my prayer. Listen, O God of Jacob. Interlude. O God, look with favor upon the king, our shield. Show favor to the one you have anointed. A single day in your courts is better than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather be a gatekeeper in the house of my God than live the good life in the homes of the wicked. For the Lord God is our sun and our shield. He gives us grace and glory. The Lord will withhold no good thing from those who do what is right. O Lord of heaven's armies, what joy for those who trust in you. Proverbs chapter 13, verses 5 and 6. The godly hate lies; the wicked cause shame and disgrace. Godliness guards the path of the blameless, but the evil are misled by sin.